This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Age of Radio. What's going on, everybody? We are back. My name is Kevin. And I'm Kevin. And this is episode 171 of the Dark Windows podcast. And this week we've actually got a pretty cool uh, special guest for everybody. We are going to sit down here in a little bit and talk to uh, Brian Bowden, who's uh, part of the Bronxville Paranormal Society, also um, part of the North American Dogman Project. So very, uh, oh yeah, yeah, very interesting kind of jumble of information that hopefully we're going to be able to have some fun with. So yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. So next time you hear us, we'll be talking to Brian. All right. So we kind (laughs) of already did our intro, um, for our, for our listeners, you want to just kind of let them know who you are and what you're all about. Uh, Yeah, sure. Uh, not a problem. Uh, so I'm Brian M. Bowden, Brian Bowden, sometimes known as Sir Brian. Uh, because I actually am a Knights Templar in real life. Um, And uh, I originally was in business, but I've always had this uh, calling for science and some of the strange and unusual. I loved monster movies growing up. I was into UFOs, and I just happen to now been doing it for like 40-plus years, uh, looking at strange things in in the world, uh, mysterious objects, things that fill your nightmares and your dreams and that's where i i am right now uh have uh, my own show uh called no bo boomy nobody but me uh which is on inside the goblin universe network it's a network we have which is another show and i co-host that inside the goblin universe with ron murphy and i just do a lot of investigation have a couple of investigating groups and part of the Bronxville paranormal society Founder, director, co-director, co-founder of the New York State UFO Project, New York State Sasquatch Organization, 
and we do a lot of dogman research, uh, partly mm-hmm. with the North American Dogman Project, but we also do it on our own as well. Very nice. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of those topics that hits close to home for me with uh, dogman. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, I, I yeah. kind of was doing my own little research, <laughs> um, and I was just you know tr- trying to catch up and and listen to a couple of your guys' shows, and which are great by the way. I love them because it's real it's a real show it's none of this don't take it the wrong way overproduce too much production blah 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 it's what i like to do is real talk with people oh yeah you know thanks thanks yeah thanks. yeah no i'm i'm all with you and you guys are out of the green mountain state correct yes yes sir. yes I, I gotta ask i don't know if it's still there it's not i don't know if it was bennington i think it was bennington is that just below where where um uh oh the alpine slide is at bromley is that the base of that mountain? Uh no. Or is that Manchester? Well, uh Manchester. Oh, Manchester's okay, okay. actually um oh uh like Bromley's like at the top of the mountain from yep. uh Manchester, like going east. Right. So it's it's actually uh Manchester's on the on the west side of the state. Right. <clears throat> from Bromley. Okay. And okay, then yeah. um it, if you actually go uh the next uh, two towns down from um manchester is uh bennington ah okay I, i've been through the whole i've been through your state many many times there was like a veteran's home off, off of yep. Route seven and my dad yep. goes that's where i want to go <laughs> i'm like okay dad whatever <laughs> uh because we used yeah. to hit i got i gotta be honest it's a lot of my traveling is revolves around good food um, oh, same here a, man yeah you used to have a place called the sirloin saloon which is i don't oh, know if yeah. it's still in business amazing nope. amazing no, amazing a- the, you know. the one in Rutland that is uh, the town just south of us is yeah. uh, now a Dollar General, like everything else in the state. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, you know, I went to school over by UMass, and we used to take trips. And I got, you know, I was looking to go over to another place, which is probably out of business, and now is like an Ace Hardware, uh, Janelli's. Um, I don't know if that's, that's around anymore either, but uh, I got caught on my Acura Integra up a, a runaway truck ramp, and I had to get a wrecker out there. And they're like, "What were you doing?" And I'm like, "Uh, doing stupid stuff, sir." <laughs> 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 yeah. How do you explain that? Yeah, you, know, yeah. Like, you never been up one? Let's go. You know. Yeah, might and, as well. What the hell? Yeah, yeah it was fun. <laughs> I mean, we've had we, we've actually uh, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> we, we we have this joke with uh, you know people from out of state. They, uh, no 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 offense to anyone but it's like if you don't know the road don't go on it you know oh, yeah. we have we have so many we have actually have uh this one road um close to where we live that like has a sign that says your gps is wrong turn around yep. because <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, it's it's people trying to get over to killington which is like one of the big ski resorts up in that way and uh it's a little dirt road up by the Chittenden Reservoir that turns into like a class four road that you can get up. If you're careful, you can get up there in a truck. Right. Um, but there's a trail that'll actually bring you all the way out and over into Killington. But uh, we ran into a, a family in a minivan trying to get there. In a, uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. And like it was uh, me, uh, myself, Kevin. Um, we're both Kevins, by the way, and no uh, my younger brother. We were uh, we were up at the end of the road, just kind of you know sighting in rifles for hunting season. Of, of course. And uh, this this van comes up through a family from New York, and they got stuck. And then yep. you have these three like 
big dudes get out in like camouflage shorts and <laughs> flannel shirts and they're like what the hell is going on yeah. here like their eyes got real big my younger yeah. brother's like oh no don't worry i'll, I'll help you out and he just backed him down the road and yep. they offered him money and he's like nah don't worry about it <laughs> yeah right right at that point the wife was yelling at the husband you're an idiot i told you not to take the damn road <laughs> no oh joke. she 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 was uh she was like a petrified <laughs> oh my god oh yes. my god you know <laughs> That's them, their city folks. I've been up there. We used to go up there. We used to go to, we used to go to Bromley a lot. You go in the Alpine slide. And, you know, my family used to travel throughout like New England. We have family in Maine. And uh, one of the things we used to do, I used to, because my mother was a, a teacher, she had the summers off. So um, we, we weren't rich folk. We were poor folk. We were working class. So she worked at a sleepaway camp up in Northwest Connecticut. And we used to go up. Uh, all the time into you know off of route seven up into uh vermont you know we'll go to new hampshire and one of the things we used to do as we got our licenses which was fun is we'd play a, a game called left right you flip a flip a coin and the first road you get on you get to left or right and you make the left or right and you go and it was a great way to explore we've been on some of those uh don't travel without a a, a four-wheel drive you know truck oh, roads yeah. ourselves we, nice. we we do that i mean yeah. uh, what i call that is uh what my dad refers to it as um i'm gonna show you this road boy and then uh i'm not gonna show you it again that's that's <laughs> what you know that's what it's called for me you know yep because yep. i but that's how you learn the roads you know yeah it no, was 100%. All, and that's that's actually kind of how the podcast started it's like kevin and i used to just we just cruise around just shoot the shit talk about all the weird stuff that we talk about here and then like yeah I wonder what would happen if we stuck microphones in our faces, and then here we are. It, it, it four was years like, later almost. hey, where's this road lead? Um, yeah. Have you been on this road before? Yeah, I have. Take this road, go out this way. Oh, okay. Or both of us, we don't know, we but a, it's sketchy. Well, we, we found it, a weird one that came out like into the like out into Lake Champlain. It's yeah. uh, it's a one way. It's like a, a you know one car wide road, and then there's these little cutoffs on each side. So if there's a car coming, you can get out of the way. Yep. And you get out to the end of it, and there's this huge house that's just fenced off, and there's nothing else there. It's like there's a little bit of sp- like space to turn around and go back out, but that's like that's a cool, kind of sketchy, but also super cool. Oh hell yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we found we found creepier though. We actually, uh, um, I don't I don't know if we actually ever even talked about it on the podcast. We we used to live um, in for Jens for a little while okay. and um which is you know it's it's up north and uh it's one of those times you blink and miss it while you're driving through yeah, it. yeah, yeah i mean you get plenty of those in, yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah there's plenty of those in vermont but uh we were like hey let's go for a ride on one of these rides let's go for the ride well we went on this dirt road and we just happened to see this place we're like what's this place oh kind of creepy yeah yeah, and we kind of like went out a little bit, and we're like, "Oh, huh, this is um rather sketchy." We kind of um had a little bit of a uh, deliverance type moment. Yeah, it's like you know, old your abandoned band house, house with a oh yeah, yeah, old abandoned house with a big abandoned garage, and uh, like nobody's been in this place for years, and we're just kind of yeah. like poking around. We go into the garage because the door's wide open. You walk through, and. uh Somebody had to have been using it as like because a lot of people up here are like Jack Deer and off season. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so we're 
we're walking through and I, you know, I bumped into something and you look up and it's just like a deer skull and like the spine with like, a, like the cape of the, uh, like the, the pelt oh just hanging God. from the rafters. It's like, we need to get the hell out of here now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think we had to, as they would say, almost a come to Jesus type moment where we were like, <laughs> "Charming moment." Yeah, we, yeah. we kind of uh, we locked and loaded. You know, yes. we, we yeah. had pi- we had pistols on us. And we were like instantly like, "We go." That's that's a round huge goes difference. in. <laughs> yeah, like like when you know you when what I love about Vermont besides having my first legal drink in the entire country up there, at Green Mountain uh, Dog Park, Dog Park. Um, yeah, for those people that are environmentalists, yeah, it was a dog park. It was a dog racetrack. Um, yeah. But what I love about Vermont is that, um, yeah, and you know, people people exercise their rights up there, and I'm all about that. I happen to live in a communist place called New York City. <laughs> <laughs> he right said now. it, folks, not me. No, I, I'm going to say it straight up. It's and and the entire state's almost that way. Um, that's why I'm moving out of this state to go to Florida. Um, and the first thing I'm doing when I get that is, uh, I think the Ruger, give me the Bernelli. Is that an A1? Is <laughs> that yes. an A1? 15 in the chick. Yeah. Okay. Give me that. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's New York be... should almost be two separate States, you know, cause you have oh, like God. upstate New York from like Albany North is yeah. completely different than it is the rest of the way down. I, I'm going to yep. say even further, I'm going to say like, Glens Falls, yeah, <laughs> north, because <laughs> below that, I'm still gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna say basically like that's like still communist New York. I've, I've got no. a friend that <laughs> I've got a friend that moved up here uh, during high school. He lived down like I think it was right off of Long Island, and he was always talking about upstate New York. And I'm like, where are you talking? And he's like, oh, you know, like Albany that way. I'm like, no, 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 dude. Upstate's like Mariah, like where you can yeah, see like Canada. That's that's upstate New York. <laughs> yeah, Whitehall is is upstate. You know, when you see, I I being in New York, I've I've come to the realization I never want to go left of Albany. Um, it's a totally different ball of wax, and I've been there way too many times. Um, my next trip actually is I'm trying to get into um, Whitehall has the Bigfoot Festival. Yes. So I'm trying to get in uh, a, a spot up there um, to speak, which would be great, um, as well as to, you know, you know, just be up there. Uh, maybe just take a weekend with my the one of my buddies that we, we do all this stuff, Al Santariga, for, you know, he's my brother and partner in crime in this. Um, we've been dying to get up there because it's a huge hotspot for, you know, Bigfoot Sasquatch. Oh yeah. And uh, we actually have a couple of cases. There was a woman that lives pretty close to Whitehall that was having an issue with um, aliens uh, on her property. And she actually sent us the footage, the video. And in the footage, if you you're paying attention, you'll see a gray alien moving. No shit. I'm no sorry, shit. but that's that, damn. You, you just like you, you, you kind of like you know, you, you, you hit, you hit a nerve with Kevin. You said aliens. And he's I, like his ears oh, perked up. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just went. You went. You went from like you know zero to, to like, a million. <laughs> yes, I'm yeah. like, I like this and dude. Then, after listening to your your conversation with Justin, I told him like, dude, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say aliens, and I'm gonna slide back from the microphone and just let well, you guys talk. <laughs> well, it's really funny because I was just listening to that that that, that show you did with Justin, um, and uh, he you were you were revealing what you saw on your on the road, on yeah. that back road, 
and the, I, as soon as you described it, I said, you, you, you have a dogman there. Oh yeah, for sure. There's, and, there's and nothing else in my mind. It could have been. What was really kind of cool, but in like a sick way is that when you went to your uncle's or whatever, or your, whoever's house it was, God, it was aunt or uncle. Oh yeah. I saw him the other day in the backyard. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. You, are you that nonchalant about these things are nasty. Yeah, they just I like mean, it was they kind of leave yeah. you. Yeah, it's. Let me tell you something. When when I've been I've been Bigfoot, you know, research boots. I'm a boots on the ground guy, so we go out to these places and we go to the woods and we're hanging out there and you know no one's with us. And the fun part is none of us have firearms, so all we have is machetes. So when I go, I carry probably about three machetes on me, and uh, at minimum. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, a gun. and we always try to take somebody that can run not as fast as any one of us right so just in case Whoops, um, you try you don't yeah. have to outrun Bigfoot. you have to outrun your slow friend yeah. you just have to yeah you just have to unrun the, unrun the slowest guy in, in the in the in the field um but you know like like the fact is that you're talking about that this cryptid is insanely i don't care what anybody says it's dangerous yeah, it, I, there's, there's an evil factor about this thing, and I never wanted to believe this. I was like, you know, I've heard, I thought I heard everything with you know Bigfoot and you know Loch Ness, whatever. Then my buddy Al goes, dude, you got to hear about this dog man. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? You know, like you got to hear this stuff. So I started listening. He starts describing this, you know, nine to twelve foot werewolf, and I'm like, okay, I, I, this is this is we've gone too far. <laughs> And then, and then you start listening, and then you start getting in contact with people that do things for our country that don't really exist. Because I know people like that. I've heard and a they, lot about people like that listening to uh, like uh, Sasquatch Chronicles, where yeah. uh, people that work for organizations that don't exist, and you know they just yep. kind of come out and. Yep. I, I have a buddy, and I, I'm not going to mention his name, but if you ever if you saw the movie Black Hawk Down, yeah. In the opening scene, they arrest a warlord. Yes, my buddy arrested him. That was that. He, oh, he's the one that did that. Damn. He's the kind of guy like if I can write, I'll write, and disappears. Then he comes back. It, yeah, yeah. So, so I, you know, I get information, but because I don't have a security clearance, it's yeah. everything is very confidential, and yep. I know a lot of stuff that I shouldn't know. But they also know that I don't loose lips think shifts i will i don't discuss it and i'll go in a roundabout way but when you start hearing about this creature and they're telling you that yes it does, it's real it does exist there there are certain individuals that go out and will eliminate them if they get into a, a certain zone because some of them have gone over the over a line an imaginary line in the sand where they get too close to civilization or they maul people or they kill them you know and they have to be dealt with yeah like like just like you would if, if you had a rabid dog or or right. a moose or something like that um which is is and they're telling you these things and because they have more to lose than gain by letting you know i mean we're talking about 25 years plus in jail hard yeah. labor you know right so, if the, if yeah, not something worse yeah, or yeah, exactly. And then you're like, you want okay. a free trip to a black site? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you you want a free trip to Nome, Alaska? Because um, no one's going to see you there. No. <laughs> now I gotta but, I gotta ask this question before we yeah. go further. Okay, so with you say with, with you know with you saying some of this stuff, 
Now I have to ask you, mm-hmm. w- do you think that with like some of this stuff that's happening or whatever, do you think that they're um, the werewolf phenomena was um, sparked by a, a misrepresentation, like seeing these dogmen and thinking they were a, you know, a man that looked like a wolf? No. Um, werewolves have been around the globe throughout history. My or, partner, Ron Murphy, you should probably get him on. He's like an encyclopedia of, of like paranormal. What, they what call was him his the cryptid. Ronald Ron Murphy. Murphy. Yeah, he's a crypt. Uh, he's they call him the crypto guru. Um, he'll give you the actual. Oh, yeah. like, it'll be like going into like 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 you know a university level one hundred and one werewolf class. Like, oh, beautiful. Oh, okay, and they breed out of France, and they do. You know, I mean, no, he knows a lot of stuff. But werewolves have been seen in in all of Europe, um, and throughout throughout almost every part of uh, every continent in, in, on this globe. Um, the Native Americans definitely have of uh, lore about these creatures that are wolves that they're they're these beasts these beings and they they do refer to them as some of them was referring to them as spirits and gods and some of them are referring to them as just like a, a, the evil like evil yep. um but also you have to understand that um in native american or indigenous law uh lure they they talk about another um they talk about uh um uh wendigos and skinwalkers yes yeah and and you have to understand that in order to become a skinwalker is a medicine man or or individual that chooses a really really negative bad evil path they and join the to, they join the dark side oh it's more than just the dark side <laughs> yeah like, it's it's like you know like murdering family members and then having yeah. uh intercourse with it's just it's beyond belief but what they do believe is the reason why they do that is because they have abilities to at will transform into other beasts because of, of them going to that side. So they'll transform most of the time into a wolf. And these lores, you know, when they started making the werewolf movies, you know, this is all folklore and they put it in there and they, it's a guy transforming like, you know, like American werewolf in London, great movie. Best but, transformation scene ever. Oh, I still to this day, Hands down. Baker <laughs> rocked. I mean, like, what a fantastic movie. I mean, I love that thing. But it's it's not like that. These these are in in from my research, they are flesh and blood creatures that have the ability to be interdimensional. Huh. So when they're here in our world. Just like, and this is this, and I didn't want to believe this initially, but this is exactly what you know. Like I don't, I take everything into, into play, and then I'll I'll make my you know my my thoughts or my hypothesis from that. You know, I'll listen to the scientific side to the oh my god, this person is whacked out of their gourd side. Okay, yeah. And until I have an experience, it's still as just a hypothesis. But I've actually had an experience with both these cryptids. And um, things that they've done, no, nothing can do that right now as a human being on Earth or an animal. They've they've gone, you know, they've gone from point A to point B in a split second. There's and with a massive distance between 
you can't do that unless you can go open a portal and go in there so you can go interdimensionally um yeah. so i do believe that they're, they're both flesh and blood when they're here but they can travel interdimensionally that's why they're very hard to find you don't find um you know their their lair their secret lair you know in the mountains um they they are super fast and swift and as like the wind they come and they go no see i I, i'm sorry to cut you off no no, 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 like it was like with me because i mean you know i guess being from vermont you know what we do you know because we have the you know black bears you know new york has them too but uh, i kind of you know part of me almost kind of I don't know. I believe sort of in that inter- interdimensional, but I also say, well, if we can't find a black bear den all that often, or see like right. a black bear's, you know, skeleton, yeah. What, right. what, you know? I mean, why couldn't something like a, a Sasquatch or Bigfoot, or whatever you want to call them, right? You know, why can't be, they be that the way? Same thing? The, oh, I, yeah. the one that the one that I the one that that gets that gets me thinking a lot is. Um, in the few encounters where somebody like say, uh, is being, you know, charged by a, a Sasquatch and they shoot it. Um, and then other ones will come out of the woods and, and carry them off. Yeah. So like it almost makes you wonder if they have somewhere where they bury them, where you just, you don't find it. Well, which would make a lot of sense. So, so it's kind of like, um, you know how elephants have a graveyard that no one. Yeah. You know, yeah. And they have a certain place they go. Um, in our in our research, we have a place that we 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 have a couple different spots that we go to, you know, uh, on a religious factor, you know, that that we have interactions with these creatures. Um, some of them are gifting sites, but there's one site we call the sacred site, and it has the feeling of a large um, burial site, massive okay. mounds of, of of rock, and there you know no one's going into the middle of the woods saying hey there's a pile of rocks here let's dig it up you're just hiking through the woods so right we don't know there very well could be bones there and another thing that's really crazy about this is when you're in the woods and you have a bipedal cryptid talking about bigfoot or or dogman these things are the predator the a a class a predator yeah, and when they move through an area and and the forest goes dead quiet, no one's going in there and saying, "Hey, when they leave, I'm going to go steal their body." There, they know not <laughs> to go there. And that, so, that's something that a lot of people don't realize. It's like as soon as you go out hiking and you get deep into the woods, you're no longer top of the food chain. Oh no, there's other stuff out there. Like aside from either you know potentially Mountain bigfoot lion, or dogman, right? it's like there's bears, there's mountain lions, you got coyotes that will. You know, they're they're monsters in their own right, but yep. Well, coy well, wolf, you know, I mean coy wolves are pretty yeah. good too. Yeah. Yeah, well you that's know, what we have. Yeah. Well we, we have we have, have, have a too in New York State. Uh we probably got them from Vermont. Yeah, <laughs> we took I mean, the ferry we... off over Lake Champlain and like, hey, yeah, see right? tomorrow, Jack. I'm gonna go back. Listen, they don't no, they don't cross the border. <laughs> Come on now. You know, they, that doesn't they happen. They can't do that. <laughs> That's why we don't have mountain lions here. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. No, just don't say no more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's why we don't, that's why we have, uh, we don't have uh, timber wolves up in uh, the Northeast Kingdom. No. No. They don't do that. Because they can't cross over from Canada without paperwork. Exactly. Exactly. 
those damn Canadians are screwing us. These illegal everybody. aliens coming in from Canada. Well, I mean, they're eating all of our ducks. All <laughs> yep. Oh, well, I mean, they're, they're French for the French. They're, uh, they're the French version. So, you know, it's automatic, uh, like, you know, okay, disdain. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, at least for me, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, but you know, it, it's yeah. it's it's very interesting how some of this wildlife. I mean, people will be surprised, even in the lower area. Like I'm, I'm in the city, but we're near Westchester County, which is near Putnam County, which is in in Dutchess County. Dutchess yep. County. I think once you get to Putnam, Dutchess, you're getting into like, you know real american territory these people work there you know there's there's some money there too but they believe in their rights and the you know freedom and firearms god bless you know america f yeah you know uh, <laughs> <laughs> i play that every once in a while and my wife's like can you please lower that the kids are <laughs> sorry honey team america i can't stop oh um, yeah oh yeah you know but you know you go in the woods and i mean you know bears will do bluff charges on you too and we've yep. we've been we've had an experience um, in in New York State. We would get we're doing a day night investigation. It happened to be during Halloween. <laughs> oh, perfect! <laughs> like, hey, you know, like uh, let's do a day night investigation in Halloween. I think there was a meteor shower, and but we went the up only to thing this... that could have made it worse is a full moon. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was actually. Oh um, Jesus! Christ. <laughs> I'm you had almost to open positive your there was. <laughs> and and so it was myself, my buddy Al, and we had a friend of ours who had a uh, YouTube show, and he wanted to go and visit it, you know, like YouTube and blog from there. And the the fun thing is this this lake borders the Appalachian Trail, so yep. you kind of can be there, but because it's a, like a federal land park type of thing, you're not supposed to be in there after dark. So you have to park. We had to park like a half a mile away, our cars hoof it in when it was daylight and then to get there you know the half a mile then we had to walk you know travel a mile to get to this point where the lake starts this lake starts and our investigation started at the other end of the lake which is two miles in right yeah that's a haul (laughs) yeah it was it was it was pretty much a, a nice haul we get up there and there's nothing there we can't start fires because if we get caught we're gonna get arrested you know well, we can say we're on the Appalachian Trail, but, you know, it, it's going to be a problem. So we're there. Yeah. It's pitch black. Now, the way we went to this point, we went to the left because there was a pathway to go there. If you went to the right, you walk for a little bit and then it becomes a go trail. Like you'll kill yourself getting through this. There's yep. no way. Right. <laughs> so we're, we're sitting there. And if, if you if you're looking at us sitting, you know, I'm doing the investigation. I got my buddy Al in the middle. I am to the right, about ten feet away from him. From him, and then to the left of him, ten feet away is Bill. And we started doing some investigation. We we got some strange tones and sounds, and we were hearing rock knocks. You know, two rocks clicking together. Then we heard some tree knocks, and then the pressure started building. And it, as it got darker. And what was interesting was there was no sounds from any of the wildlife there. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Human Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg 
but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. Yeah, Not, that's always concerning. Well, it's very noted, right? Yeah. And <laughs> it's super noted. Um, so we're there and it gets, it's getting, you know, uh, more intense as if, if you ever, I, I don't know if your listeners have ever experienced it, but sometimes depending where you're in the country, when it's going to rain, you kind of feel the pressure and then you kind of mm-hmm. can like feel that, you know, there's an intensity there. We'll take that and multiply it times a hundred. We just were mm-hmm. uneasy and we were hearing these noises and it was getting dark and there's no light. We're just sitting there. And we start hearing something really big, bipedally walking on the leaf litter. So my buddy Al has the uh, you know the parabolic mic, and he's you know he's listening. He's like something's walking. I'm like, yeah, we heard it, and we thought maybe you know a bear or something like that. So yeah, we have our bear spray for that too. And yeah. we hear um, a tree knock on the other side of the river. That's uh, the the lake. I'm sorry. That's next to us. So we're about 20 yards from the lake. We can see it. And on the other side, we hear what sounds like a tree knock. So we're like, okay, this is getting interesting because, you know, there's been reports of high strains this year. And we hear something walking, getting closer. And the next thing you know, there's a moment where there's like a bluff charge behind this guy, Bill. And he gets up. And he runs. Uh, he's running. He's ready to run. At, you know, like with fear in his eyes. We, you know, my buddy Al grabbed him. No, no, stay your ground. I went to his right because, frankly, there's no place for me to go. I can't get to. You know, I'm not going to make it through the go trail in the pitch black. And you know, it, it's just impossible. I'm not going in this water. So I we we formed a triangle, and then nothing came out. We looked. We shined lights on this area. Nothing was there. It was still very intense. You could feel the pressure. So we kind of checked it out. We went up to the area, you know, putting on like a 6 million candle watt, you know, light on it. Mm -hmm. We have infrared cameras. We have clear cameras. We have full spectrum cameras and some other like, you know, night vision, but not like, you know, like govy stuff. It's it's the lower end because, you know, we're we're working people. (laughs) Yeah, we don't get all the fun stuff. yeah, we don't have a TV show that's gonna put you know <laughs> put the money into it. You know, <laughs> we see nothing. It was it, and nothing came forward. We, you know, so after a few minutes and we were investigating, we didn't see anything. We didn't hear anything move. We settled down, and the next thing you know, we hear the tree knock again, and across the river, and you hear, like as if it was no more than fifteen feet away from us. Whoop, whoop, and then the next whoop is at the other end of the lake. Whoop. And it reverberates off your chest. And we're like, holy crap, what is that? And Damn. the only thing that does that in my book and from my experience is Sasquatch. And there are reports of Sasquatch in the area. So 
you know, we, again, we go looking for this thing because where it sounded like it was coming from was behind where we were sitting. So we <laughs> no. go up there and we're looking and we run up this little hill. We look, lights everywhere. We see nothing. So we, we stood our ground. We stayed there. We went, settled back down. It was a little intense. And I had a kind of an idea in my head why there was three whoops. Um, and because we settled down and we, we covered our ground there, you know, we didn't move. We didn't budge. The next thing you hear is something big going through the trees above behind me. And this big boulder, I would say probably three, 400 pound rock, big, lands behind me. You hear, you feel oh, the shit. thud. It rolls, you know, you feel it rolling. It hits the back of my, you know, travel chair, throws my ass out. And once that was done, the pressure that was in the area was gone. Wow. As, I, as if, you know, uh, you know, you were sitting down and an elephant got off your chest. Yeah. Oof. Now, and, um, yeah, I got I got a question. Sure. Because um, I mean, I've I've heard like a, a bear whoop. It's it, more of a hoot, though. Is it? Is but is it like? Is, is there a difference between the two? Like, can you te- uh-huh. can you tell the difference between them? Uh huh. Look, Sasquatch are known ex- excellent mimics. They mimic everything. Uh huh. They mimic. Any type of birds in the forest, frogs, crickets, they will mimic mimic babies. They will mimic women. They can that's even some, mimic your own voice. That's some Wendigo stuff right there, too. Yeah, well, Wendigo is totally different ball game, but we can yeah. get into that too. <laughs> um, but this was this. I've I've been around where where a bear has you know cried out and 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 made some whooping sounds. And there yeah. is a little bit of a gusto to it, okay. but nothing reverberating your chest, like as if you were standing next to uh, the speakers at a Metallica concert. Okay. This okay. thing, literally, my body shook. It was super powerful. That, that, huh. That's a that's a pretty powerful set of lungs to be able to do anything like that. I mean, that's yeah, that's a big and, animal. Yeah. And Miles, uh, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, Myas, you know, it's funny. Um, when that happened, there were some dogs in the distance. And once the whoops happened, those things shut the hell up. Mm, silent yeah. Huh. And what was interesting is as we were going through it, we were discussing, what do you think? What do you think? And I said, I think that was a scout. And because, and I explained it, you know, they heard the rock knocks. We heard the tree knocks across the river. Sorry, the lake that's there. It's not a river. And that kept doing that until he went whoop, whoop, whoop. And I said, they did three whoops because there's three of us. One for each of you. Right. And it was doing a scout. And it said, there's three of them. Don't come forward. Take the uh-huh. long way home. You know? So, yeah. And that's what it was, in my opinion. And I think I was proving correct. Um, we eventually did go back to that location during the day. A couple months later, and behind us, where these whoops were coming from, you know that area, we did find a den in the middle of a like a swamp area there. And we do have pictures. There are, we think it's what they call a dogman 
type three, which is a combination of like a Bigfoot and a and a werewolf. Are those the ones that are like almost more like bab uh, like baboon? Uh, not baboon. Yeah, um, yeah. hyena it, looking kind of. No, hyena. No, no. This is more like like um, think not really baboon, but more monkeyish with a okay. little, you know. And I I think personally that some of them be the Bigfoot and the Dogman. If you have Bigfoot, you're going to have Dogman. If you have Dogman, you're going to have Bigfoot. Well, why 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 is I mean uh, I I'm I'm you know. I'm trying. I'm, I'm like the skeptic, you know, of uh, of oh, yeah. the of us. But I'm like, but I'm I'm also inquisitive. Where I don't, right. and I've heard this stuff, but I don't really know, like per se, why would you have both? I mean, well, even though, because I've heard like, you know, some of the Dogman versions are like even more aggressive. Yeah. And it seems like the that not all Sasquatch are you know super aggressive they kind of like just want to be left to fuck alone you know yeah i mean i i think both cryptids are clan based you know family based or you know yeah uh dogmen and are are usually in a a pack technically and we'll call it a pack you know it's it's very similar characteristics they work together and sasquatch actually is more clan or family oriented that makes sense because you'd have like the you know uh, you know dogs again you know like you just said travel in packs and then you have Bigfoot which would be more uh, three to four like ape like yeah. where they would li- they would work in like a troop kind of you know that would make sense to me. You have wolves and wolves usually have a hundred and fifty mile radius for hunting, right? Yep. Okay. So you have you have you know these creatures these I call them cryptids you know, Bigfoot and and and, and dogmen they also have a radius for hunting and i'm sure it's like five times that size okay they both work in like packs or clans bigfoot is very family oriented and um you know they could it's it's a natural progression male will be female they'll they'll you know get together they have offspring and after a certain amount of years you know of teaching them how to survive in in the in the the bush you know yeah they're like you're here we're gonna go down to this end of it so they give them a moment to be in a certain area and then they meet another you know clan and that's how the species continues to do what they do right same thing with dogmen um what i've i've I've, the reason why i said if you have one you have the other because 99 percent of the time when we have cases being reported we have people that are seeing both of them and they're usually separated by some kind of natural land divide be it a river huh. or or something that's like uh you stay on your side we'll stay on our side and each one of them creates different types of symbols in the woods you know there'll be x's there'll be tree bends um for bigfoot you know there'll be arrows on the ground they like to stick uh uh, uh, are pieces of of a tree in in the ground, um, and create these little messages that it looks like the forest to you, but it's actually signals like there's a road here. This is a proper path. You know, like don't go before. this way. <clears throat> Whereas dogman likes to pull trees out of the ground, turn them upside down, and make a more aggressive approach, saying you're in dogman country now. And uh. a couple of times they will encroach. 
Bigfoot's not necessarily yeah. going to encroach on the dogman as much as dogman's going to mess with Sasquatch. See, see, like with us, it's it's so weird because, like, with us being you know Green Mountains and we're so close yep. to that, it's almost like I feel with us, uh, we're like a melting pot of both of them because I mean I've heard reports of you know of squatch yep. up you know in the area or whatever but then like kevin has you know this this dog man or you know experience and others yep. have it too um i mean hell we just did a uh uh an episode a couple weeks ago on uh the Bermuda right. triangle and oh, um bennington triangle, uh, bennington <laughs> triangle. sorry Bennington Triangle. Not and, quite as warm. Yes. Yep. And uh, actually, two of the cases that we did that I actually had talked about on the episode, right? I feel that they were – I don't know if it was – because, you know, just thinking about this, I don't right. know if it was if it was Squatch or if it was Dogman now because, like, you got these two guys that were just, I mean, beating the living crap out of, you know <laughs> – and not like one guy had a, a one single shot fired and the other guy didn't have anything. Right. You know, um, and then this other girl, um, they actually f- had searched a complete area and never found her body, but then came back to the same exact area. Like a day later. Yeah, or like a week or two later or whatever it was and actually right. found her body at the same spot. Well, so it's it's <clears throat> dog, Bigfoot can be just as aggressive as a dogman. Absolutely, in, in yeah. Instances, especially when they're going through like a rut, like you know, when you get like a teenage yeah. Bigfoot that has all its hormones going, um, and they smell a pretty girl. Um, they they have been reported to have taken some um, uh, people <laughs> in the past. Um, but throughout your state, I mean, there's a cut. There's a um, a couple of groups that try to keep maps of these things. But in 2015, there was a lot more dogman sightings in your state. There was about three of them, and I believe they're the same dogman. There was. It started off in. Um, let me see where it was near um, Mount uh, Tabor, is one of them. Then it was up near Killington. Yeah. Um, and then the other one was northern portion of the state, uh, over by like um, Montpelier, Crafts, Craftsbury. Oh, okay, okay. yeah. Barton, which, which, know. which, I mean, by trail because <laughs> it's funny where you're saying these, right? Is Appalachian as tra- Long Trail? Yep. Yeah, and that's and, the Long and, Trail, and that's that's my you know where we have a lot of experience with these uh, creatures and um in the east coast it's all appalachian trail they do follow the same trail and what's yeah. interesting is um that's, they're pretty that's... good at avoiding general you know larger populated areas so they'll figure that out or they'll travel at hours where they're not necessarily going to be seen you know once you get our big cities even if you travel at like you know three in the morning two in the morning the only people that are out there are maybe you know long haulers and maybe the errant you know state trooper 
who's probably catching on some of his Z's at that point, you know? For sure. Um, but they they do follow these trails, and they also follow game. So wherever you have a lot of deer, you're going to see these things. Yeah. Um, the fact that, that the body was was missing and that it was retrieved, very interesting. That goes along with that David Pallades, you know, missing 401 type of stuff. Yeah. Where people like, like you guys can go out for a hike together and you're walking up the mountain and the next thing you know, like one of you is gone. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's insanity. I think what happens is <clears throat> these creatures, like I said, they go interdimensionally. So they're able to open a portal and close a portal. And some of them are not very nice. And I, I'm sure they have plenty of taste for human flesh and they're walking portal opens up you grab somebody pull them in they disappear you can't hear them yeah they're not there and then they find them someplace else and or weird like setting type of things like they'll be they'll find the you know they'll search the same area nine times and then a week later it'll be found in that area they've all searched nine times yeah it 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 gets re- you know these are mysterious creatures for a reason and they're not being found because they have they know the woods better than anybody else and they have certain abilities that will protect them from detection and you know that's another reason why when you you going back to the the you know the dead dead animals right i'm sure that a lot if you go into some caves that or underground systems which run through your state too you'll find a lot more bones than you would expect of oh, bear probably. and other animals, right? Yeah. You know, they go into certain areas. Um, so we haven't, we've been in a couple of, of good areas that have lots of cave, a cave system in it. And, you know, we don't have any equipment to go into caves at this point because it could get really dicey really fast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but we do believe that they use, you know, cave systems under underground aquifers and, other areas to transverse, you know, mass amounts of land or disappear when they need to. Um, it, it's just a, it's just a crazy, you know, creature. Um, and I'm really not a fan of the dog man at all. I mean, we get cases and it's not something I really like to go out and investigate. It's, it, you know, you, you got these people, you, you probably heard a thousand different podcasts, right? Yeah. You know, and they're all, everybody's like, man, I shot at it. I'm like, well, that's stupid, you know? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Unless you know, it's like last line of defense, uh, probably not a great idea. Well, you, you know, you know, the, the, the problem really is that, um, I'll give you an example. I don't go, I don't go hunting. Um, not that I'm opposed to it. I just never had, you know, no one took me hunting. I wish someone did, but I know yeah. people that hunted and they, they hunt moose. Um, and they said, you got to hit it at a certain angle. And I'm like, why? Because the chest of a moose is so thick. That leather, that skin is so thick that you could throw, you could put a ton of bullets into it. It's not going to do anything. It's going to get lodged in the skin. Yep. It's going to piss it off. And that's what people think. You know, people think normally like center mass or whatever. But when you're talking about a creature like a dog man, for example, let's say you were up against one. Well, in I've I have found that if you have one in front of you, you could bet your ass there's going to be another one creeping up behind you. They usually work in pairs. Uh, 
damn it. Yep. They're like velociraptors. No, I just <clears throat> that just freaks me out thinking like I saw that one directly <laughs> in front of me. No, no, that was a different Where was what the you, other one? What you saw you know? was you saw one that was hungry and was eaten. Whether it was roadkill or something. There was I guarantee you that there was something on that road it was eaten. It wasn't just sitting so what's, there sunbathing. So, so it what's went funny out to is get some food. A couple of days after that, my wife went that same way to go to work, and there's a, a house right. It was I think it was actually the the land that right where I saw it. They right. had chickens, and she went through there the other uh, one day. A couple of days after that, and it looked like somebody had gone through there with a lawnmower and just blown chicken feathers and bits all over the road. That was, so was like okay, yep. yeah. And I mean, I, the, the first time for, I yeah, they're gonna go for easy. Oh, go, go ahead, yeah. Um, the first time I ever told that story, I called into um, Monsters Among Us, which is another podcast that uh, uh, Derek Hayes does. Fantastic show. Cool. Um, and then he actually had me come back on a bit later and do something for his Patreon where um, he had he'd gotten a lot of feedback about it. And one of the things was someone emailed him and said they know exactly where my encounter happened. And they know exactly what I saw because someone that lives just up the road from there has a greyhound. I was like, well, I've been around dogs my entire life. And I can tell you, it was not a goddamn greyhound. <laughs> Greyhounds yeah. are not that big. Like, yeah. no. Um, yeah, no. First of all, <laughs> I have a guy that has greyhounds over by me. Okay. Uh, he rescues them, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, what I saw was 100% not a, a greyhound. It was a werewolf. And, and it is a massive, it's a massive amount of creature. You described yeah. everything perfectly to a T. And, and I, I've seen, trust me, the way you were reacting, like I'm getting chills, you know, like that, you know, I've seen that. I've experienced that myself. I'm like, yeah, this is creepy, dude. We got to get out of here. You know, we, we have six cents for a reason. And there's certain investigations we've had where we got to go. Um, I know exactly what you're, that was not a, it wasn't a greyhound and it sure as hell wasn't an Irish wolfhound. No. Um, yeah. You know, you described it to a T because I could, I know dogs. My family used to be involved in dog shows. My cousin's the head of the, uh, American Kettle Club. Oh, wow. I, I grew up in this crap. I hate dog shows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I just, I, I was just like, it, you know. They were the worst thing. So I know what dogs look like. I know. I mean, I've seen a um, Lindenberger. Um, oh, yeah, months, they're huge. Six months old. It was six feet. Sitting on its ass, it was six feet tall. Yeah. And it was yeah. a puppy. Okay. I mean, <laughs> you need a car. You need another car to bring the dog to the vet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so this makes the Lindenberger look like a, like, like a real puppy, like a small puppy. Yeah. 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 So when you say like, you know, like six cents goosebumps, yeah. it's just, it, I gotta say, Kevin and I have both had, like, had this. Um, I think, I don't know if we, sh- I think we may have shared it on the podcast. Right. But two times in a row, we've had this where we were just walking out on this uh, road. And I don't know if it was something else or what it was, but. We just got to like this certain point and I was like instantly 
Yep. Like, dude, it, I'm sick. It went dead silent in the woods. And I'm like, it's just cold as hell. I, I don't feel good. You know, yep. this is really weird. Well, that's that's your that's your body telling you, um, you need to turn around and go now. And that, it was only for about what I mean, you know, maybe sixty yards, and then it went back to normal. It was like we walked into a bubble and then walked back out of it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's funny. You you talked about the Bennington Triangle. There's another area in Vermont. I forgot where it was, but um, there are certain areas throughout the U.S. and throughout the world that have vortexes there. Yep. And the Bennington Triangle Triangle actually is one of them. There's a magnetic anomaly there, and it could very oh. well be a vortex, right? So, um, you also have a lot of history in your in your land, even though you, you know people don't see it modernized. A lot of stuff has taken place oh, yeah. in certain spots. So you can be getting residual energy, but also you have to understand that I think that some of these creatures use um, infrasound. Yep. Yeah. And and they will they will use that to tell you get out now without saying a word to you. They make you uncomfortable and nauseous. Part of me was um was was thinking like you know your your other little hobby you know your uh uh that you that you have you go out and uh do a little ghost ghost hunting and uh <laughs> such because of the area of where both of these happen right the the one that um the first time that we had it happen the area that we were in was actually an old, old um township in that uh-huh. area both both actually places were uh townships at ghost one town? time a ghost town uh not really a ghost like there's nothing left of like of the town that was there um but there was something there at one point yeah yeah, yeah. there's things there so yeah. that kind of um leads to that like well okay was it you know i mean one of them uh, I don't know. We saw some weird, weird, weird stuff. Like the one that, when well, the first encounter, I would almost lean towards more like the paranormal. Right. The the second one, I I'm not really sure because we saw like we we had to stop because we got to a certain point. Where we're like, yeah, we don't feel comfortable. Which one was that? The one out on uh, in Chittenden. Yeah. Yeah. We like we saw like broken limbs and. There was there, like I got cold chills when you said it. There was a, a small tree that had been pulled up and stuck back in the ground upside down. Yeah, it's like yeah, I think um, it's time to turn around now. And that yeah. that when you take when you see a tree where the roots are on the top, you know, like they pulled it out of the ground and turned it upside down. That's a mm-hmm. dogman sign. Something you're, you're in dogman territory, and you know you could have been warned off. I'm not saying they're always evil and they're always out there like, hey, let's go kill this one, you know. Um, and what, what's funny is where we saw that upside down tree was not even, oh geez, not, not, not even, uh, a mile and a half from where I had my encounter in the road. You're in dogman country right there. Yep. But we also had, uh, I mean, but we also, you know, like the rock structures and stuff. We actually like, you know, some, some people are around here. Yep. They're just, you know, they're they're foolish and they'll like they'll actually put them in rivers. They'll actually make a rock structure. Yeah, the, well, the this Karens. one. Yep. Yeah. 
we actually there was one because we you know we're like a little skeptical. Okay, well maybe you know we had seen one beside the road. Somebody walked up, they made one. Okay, fine. Well, we actually had one off the road that we were like, whoa, and we went and actually looked at. We're like, okay, this is yep. uh, a little bit different. Yeah, you know, they both 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 cryptids will make those. And they're usually made by the younger, younger versions, the, the mm-hmm. young. Um, it's, I mean, you got to understand, they, they're not going back and going, you know, Dad, after we killed that deer, can we go play Xbox? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, and that ain't happening. So you do have a young that are curious. And so they, they have they have nothing to do. So they'll they'll do things. They'll make a rock formations called Karens. Um, that's what they're known for. Um, uh-huh. in, 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 in Inuit, they're called Anukashuk and the Inuit actually, cause they know about these creatures. They'll make these big rock formations that look like, um, like, a uh, uh, a human figure with its arms out as really uh-huh. big. And that's a warning to say, you stay out of here. This is our area. So, but that's, that's the Anukashuk, I... but where you are, you, you you know, because it's so close to where you had your encounter, Kevin, I would say you're in dogman country and one, never go by yourself at no. all. And two, that sense that you were getting, I'm I'm gonna say it was dogman related. It was hmm. more of like an infrasound. Um, we've had reports of people, I have yet to experience this myself, where people will look and when you let me ask you actually before I say this, Kevin, when you saw its eyes on the on the on the creature in the road, mm-hmm. you said you said they were amber, right? Yeah. Okay. After that experience, do you remember what your dreams were like the next couple of nights? Um. Well, the night that I saw it, I didn't sleep, so there was none there. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the next, it's going to sound really weird. The next couple nights where I was having dreams about seeing it. And uh-huh. then seeing it outside of my house. Okay, <laughs> how close are you? How close is your house to where that was? Uh, so where we were living at the time, it was I don't know, maybe two two and a half miles from there. Okay, so now I I, I wasn't there for the investigation, and I can't prove it. I'm just going based off of research that I've done. One dogman. A lot of people have reported when they have an encounter with a dogman especially with the amber eyes, it's that they feel as if it was like peering into their soul. Like they can hear it's thinking and talking and saying, get out, go away, you know, whatever. And they have dreams about this creature for days after. And the fact that you dreamed that it was outside your house, I'm going to tell you right now, it was outside your house. Ah, damn it. And it's it's we we did have some other strange stuff because like that was we were out in the middle of the woods, um, right? And we would have nights where, you know, because obviously there's we had crap load of coyotes that would kind of circle, and you could you could almost like put it on a calendar. They'd be there like for a week, and then about two weeks later, you'd start to hear them cycling back around. And then yep. we had one night where. I was taking trash out and my wife was walking back across the driveway and you'd hear the coyotes kind of yipping like out across the road. 
And then you just got this really low, like a, and they stopped and they were gone for like two and a half months. Yeah. So that's because the dogman was there. God damn it. Don't tell me this I, stuff. I'm, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> telling you from just, I, I mean, I can't, I can't prove it and I'm not doing this for dramatic effect for anybody that's listening. I'm just saying that, that <laughs> the coyotes were, were being told by the dogman. Oh uh, shit. Out, you know. Well, I, mean, I don't know what the if it's going to kill coyotes. Is, but... I'm cool with that. Like you know, I well, got no yeah. I mean, there, like but... it, they they are very aggressive. I think the fact that every a lot of people, even the earthy, crunchy idiots from New York that go up there, you know, like <laughs> free love, like oh, we're going to make maple syrup, and yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody seems to be armed. Yeah, and. It's just a confrontation waiting to happen. But they also know that, uh, like I said before, there are, are groups that when certain attacks do take place, they know there's going to be a response. And it ain't going to be good for them. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so The night so, that I saw it, I, I, had my, I had a 40 caliber Glock in my passenger <laughs> seat. And I was like, if I were to get out with this thing, I like it would laugh at me. You know, I wouldn't have done a damn thing about it. The minute you opened your door, it would be, a, it would have been on you. I'd have been done. In a second. You you have no idea. This thing can take a, a 60 foot leap Holy in a second. Shit. It's super fast. Oh. Um, it, it's, it's, it's really incredible. And here's this, here's the difference between Dogman and Bigfoot. Bigfoot, you're right. They want to be left alone. Leave us the fuck alone. Stay the hell out. Right. And there have been conflicts with Bigfoot and Dogman fighting each other. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never heard of that. I'll, 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 I'll tell you one right now. (laughs) 